All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, welcome to another week of uh, tremendous sports broadcasting here on Flames Nation and flamesnation.ca on the YouTubes, on your, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, you know, that whole thing. If you're listening to us, I think you found it. If you have not, then I'm not sure how you'd be hearing it. Uh, maybe a friend. They'll teach you how to do it. You just go get the app and then you download it. It's super easy, right? My friends are idiots. There's are no they? Way. Yeah. No chance. It's not that... Uh, it's not that hard. And then you can kind of, there's a thing, Bluetooth. You can Bluetooth to headphones or you can Bluetooth to your car stereo in a lot of vehicles. That has um, never worked for me, the Bluetooth. To my really? Never. Do you have it turned on on your phone? It's uh, What? Start there. What? There's. <laughs> so we'll talk after the show. How are we doing, everybody? How was your weekend there? Uh, no Pinder. Pinder continues. He's California dreaming uh soaking up the sun how was your weekend i went to rochester four times yeah you did how good could it be give me one second this thing's falling apart oh my gosh poor retro this first he lost he had the studio at the rink and then lost his gear so had to use the headset and then last week the chair was either falling apart or uncomfortable still not good Still no good. So you had some kind of beanbag thing going. I broke my arm thing. Okay, yeah. It won't, so I have to hold the thing now. Let's see that. What which which part of it? The this is the base, you know, the it's sits on the table. Oh, the uh the mic arm the boom arm. The boom arm, yeah. yeah. And it busted. Oh no. 
I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to take a hard look at this setup and maybe uh, get some work done. Yeah. This this setup that you use every day. <laughs> the chair's no good. The boom arm's broken. Did you see what happened to me this morning on the group chat? Oh, it's coming up. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, it's not been good, fellas. No, I can see oh, that. Yeah, God. God it's almighty. not great. And this. I didn't think I had that bad a double chin, but it this angle and this choke yeah. collar I got going. That's why you need the camera higher than your head so that you kind of do one of these things. Well, but then I got to sit in the regular chair and the, that. What do you got for a chair now? Credit. I got the beanbag on the chair. <laughs> what happened to your gaming chair? Bring the chair! <laughs> <laughs> I only remember till I come into my illustrious office. Yeah, it's beautiful. I do like it. And yeah. then I forget about the chair. Yeah, I came in here yesterday and everything was everywhere. Like, what the hell has been going on in here? My DoorDash bag is gone. My Crown Royal has just been shoved over. I find out one of my kids. I'm like, were you in my my office, my room there? Oh, yeah. Not well, yeah, that's that's where I do my stuff. Well, you were watching football, and I hadn't seen SmackDown from Friday, so where am I going to watch it? Well, so maybe... Arrange? Yeah, if you could just not move all my shit. Like, what did you have to move that stuff for? Well, for your two liter of root beer or some friggin' thing? Uh, so, so Rochester, they're back, they're back. Was it worth it? Did we get the W's? Lost in the final five to one. Goaltending? Ran out of gas. Had to play a semifinal because the team that beat us in the round robin. That's who we played in the final. Did they get the they straight went right through? Up. They went straight through. So, yeah, we were up at 6 a.m. on Sunday morning driving to Rochester. It was great. Yeah. And the uh, I give the sniffles to the shoveler. Oh. Not happy. Well, and it's interesting because you have no tolerance for that you hate when someone else gives the sniffles mm. yeah that won't be going over well i would imagine hence the soup right which we'll get into i suppose so last we talked it was game day for the flames they played the leafs that night then the ottawa senators yeah i was all gung-ho for afterburner and you guys didn't show up hmm that's yeah, that is usually how it goes. Um, anywho, uh, what did you, I guess we don't need to go. It's it's friggin' Monday by now, but they get a point in Toronto. It happy. I, I again back to get the point. Back. Yeah. And and then sa Saturday against Ottawa, Dustin Wolf goes in. Happy to see him get a start. Uh, didn't get a I mean, I thought he played, I thought he played fine. Uh, just, you know, too many goals, too many goals got behind him was a problem. I didn't think Valar was sharp. No. Did you, or was I misreading that? Are I you worried about this? I have not been in no. here. And the reason I'm only worried about it is because what we, you and I could 
kind of tend to agree on is we out a lot of people get very excited about the flames prospects and how good everybody is and then the rest of the league's like well no you're not getting a Mm -hmm. first or a second or a third or anything from us if you want us to take them off your hand we'd be happy to i guess but all this all these people and players that we're going to trade for high value oh yeah are you trading for are you going to get a pick up vladar right now makes 2.2 million then you've got to give up something of substance to get him in terms of an asset you have to and then you have to believe that this is cures what ails you this is the answer this is the upgrade (laughs) And I, uh, he's been just okay. So just, has he been okay? What's just, his goals against this year? Yeah. I mean, I can, we can find it out here, but no, it's not been, there were times last year where he was playing incredibly well, sometimes in losses, granted, I think that there was the one game he was in Boston and I thought played pretty well and they lost that one, but the Bruins were having an epic season. Yeah. It's not, it's not great. Not it's not ideal. Pop. No, it's not. It's not good at all, in my opinion. But no. whatever. Anyway, where were we talking about? The uh, just kind of talking about the weekend. The the Senators beat uh, beat the Flames by a score of four to one. I like Wolf for whatever it's worth. It's 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 fun watching him play the position. Yep. He you know he's he's a he's six foot, so he's already a bit smaller. Which again, he's tired of hearing this. But just you know, his the kind of way he kind of crunches, crouches down, and he's kind of he's finding the puck the, and tracking. Like the he's puck. always in the play, right? Like he's yeah. part of it. Yeah, it's fun watching him uh, play net, which is which is you know by all means, if anyone else wants to, you know, make us enjoy them playing net. But anyway, so they come home. They've or they they're, they're going to come home after this game tomorrow against Montreal. Not sure what to expect. Montreal lost last night to Vancouver. Um, but I guess probably the big news or the bigger news or what, what made headlines over the weekend is coming out of that Toronto game where Dan Milstein, the, uh, agent for Nikita Zadorov, who we just talked about on Friday. Now I, I, I think Pinder has been more anti big cat than us for sure. We know what he is, but I, I did, I liked him. What he had to say when he came out of the dressing room a couple weeks ago, not too many guys playing individually and we got to play as a team, this whole thing. But so just to quickly interject, not only because of what he said, because of how he does play, there are mistakes, but I do not doubt for one moment that Nikita Zadorov, the big cat, the big is cat. giving you everything he has. Yeah. Yeah. There's some try he's invested and he cares about wins and losses that I, I do believe, but it was, Hmm. Now, did he say it or did the agent say it? Right. That's one thing. If there was no agent, would Nikita Zadorov have come out after the game and say, I, no. I would rather play elsewhere, please. I'm, I'm, I've asked for a trade, but it is inconvenient to on, on one, one hand, talk about individuals caring only about themselves, sort of, and then coming out and saying, I want out. Um, I think it speaks to bigger issues. It's and I know what you're saying. You're saying, well, you got to look in the mirror. If you're the guy saying we have to be more team and we got to be here together and we're, I'm out of here. Okay. I get that people would be upset about that, but I believed what he said. And I think he's saying the agent is saying the other thing. 
because he's fucking had it. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. And I don't think it's because they lost to Toronto in a shootout. I think there has to be more bullshit going on in that room. And don't, I'm going to get wound up again. There's going to be swearing. Don't get me going. Dean, just let it go. I don't want to get you yelling and screaming again. There's no Mm -hmm. fucking way it's changed that much from last year. We've watched them again shit the bed, and they aren't playing as more of a team. I thought there's been little bits and little glimpses of a change over the last week, maybe, as far as effort is concerned. But you're starting from zero. The bar was at fucking zero. So you're you're up this much. Like The rest of the league, you'd be looking at it going, you guys are horse shit. But because they set the bar so freaking low, any improvement, oh, well, we're 50% better. Yeah, but you started at nothing. Nothing. And I, there, for years, we've questioned what's going on in that room. And I think it's a continuation. And I don't know how, with all the changes that have been made, it can still be the same. I just don't understand it. So clearly, clearly, something's going on in there. How many guys in the last two years have asked to get the f- out of here? Yeah. It, it, How many? I think Johnny, the point. Yeah. Yeah. Kachuk, Lindholm has kind of said it. Hannafin has said it. Backlund said it at one point. Defoley said it. Zadorov said it. You don't think Kadri and Hubert will want to say it? Yeah, they do. They just got new contracts, so they're kind of feeling sheepish than they shouldn't. Yeah. Like, there is shit going on in there. How has no one gotten to the bottom of it? I have a feeling you could probably lump Coleman in there. And there's not, I'm not. Yes. But he just strikes me as a guy that's been part of a culture of winning and he's been around that. I was, I was going to say, I I don't, nothing has changed because there's been no standard set. There's been no level of accountability. I shouldn't say accountability because probably, you know, Daryl certainly has that. And I'm sure that Huska has that, but there's no bar, accountability. Yeah. Like there's no bar of success that, that says, guys, we're not, we should be better than this. Here's what we should be. Here's why are we down here? There's nothing it's just, I, I've said it, it's just a group of players going out to play hockey every night. There's nothing bigger than that. And you look around the league and there's some teams that you have a history and a culture and an identity. And these are all really catchphrases and there's no, nothing tangible about them. But you can tell that the Flames have none of it. There's nothing been set here that says, this is what it means to be on this team. Here's how you have to play. Here's what it means to wear this jersey kind of a thing. They're farting the wind. And the point you make about Zadorov is probably the bigger point. If you're frustrated, if, if, if it's like, a, well, F you, you want out, then, then beat it. Uh, we talked on Friday that out of all the guys on the back end going. that were UFAs, he's maybe the one you want to keep because he cares and gives a shit and has some, some bite to him, has those leadership qualities. couple things. We can be wrong. Maybe he's a pain in the ass. Maybe he's moved around so much because he's part of the fucking problem. I'm, we're not in the room. So that's fine, too. But you can also think he's a good piece. And if he says he wants out, get him the out of here. There's no room for people that don't want to be there. And if Lindholm don't want to be there and him and him, then it's more imperative to just do it. Quit waiting for this. This the biggest Christmas ever 
Like yeah. we fell into a pot of fucking gold. And for some reason, this trade deadline, oh my God, the rest of the teams are all going to go brain dead and just give you everything. Mm-hmm. Like your whole fucking team's going to be first rounders for the next two decades. Like, what are you talking about? If anyone was desperate for these guys, they'd have fucking went and got them. Oh, they're not there. They're going to try and hand Conroy a anvil when he's swimming. Yes and no. These teams want to make the playoffs. They want to improve. They either believe the players that the Flames have are worth it or not. You don't risk your chance at a Stanley Cup because you're trying to screw Conroy out of a second. Yeah, there's this holy grail of picks and prospects that's waiting for the Flames. Yeah, so the Flames are going to go to the deadline and they're going to move Hannafin and Lindholm and Zadorov. Who else needs to go? One of the goalies. And so they're going to make like five or six fucking moves. I keep swearing. I'm sorry. Five or six moves at the deadline and we're going to get what? What are we getting in return? Like, it must be Nirvana. Like, we're going to end up next year in first place overall because this return is just going to be so good. I worry. We've talked about. Got to move Tanev. Yeah, Tanev has to go. Um, It's my something's going on. I got kids. My daughter had a sleepover, so I got giggling girls all over. You know what? We talked about it. You brought it up at the start of last year. Elias Lindholm was on one of the best lines in the National Hockey League two years ago. And the the toast of the league. And then his two line mates, both of them leave in the same offseason. And he's left by himself. Yes, there's other guys that know how to play, but all of, and then his points dip. So it wasn't you, it was them that made you good. That's kind of what the mentality or what the, you know, the the sentiment is going to be. I think he needs to go. I think his, and it has nothing to do with his play necessarily, even though he's not playing as well as he could or should. But I can't help but wonder if this is a guy who's been moping around for a while. We know that Huberto's moping around. I don't know what Kadri's situation is. He, can, I think he can be a bit of a lightning rod of for criticism. I, think I don't know. He can be a player, but he's not going to lead you. He's going to be your backup. And it's, Michael Backlund is back, and that's great. But I don't think uh, Tanev is a leader. But I don't think he would say shit if his mouth was full of it. When it comes down to it, Hannafin's a quiet guy. There's just nothing. There's nothing there. And when you have guys in the room that are moping around, it sucks the joy out of out of it for everybody else. You can't win. There's no team that wins when the, the emotion in the room is that, and then you throw in Daryl, if they hate Daryl last year and it's all negative and black cloud and stuff that they were in the mix for a playoff spot at all. Maybe last year is miraculous almost. And now they're not going to be from the looks of things in any kind of a hunt for a playoff spot. If this continues, I'm with you. I, I think if you're just sitting and waiting the longer, the longer you wait, you risk injury. Certainly with Tanev, Zadorov's play is as good right now as it's ever going to be. Move him, get him out, get something now. It may not be what. Again, I I don't know what the. You have to, again the pro- only issue with moving guys now is the cap. 
you have to convince your owner to because it's money in money out mm-hmm. for most teams right somebody somewhere's got to chew on some money and if you can't convince your owner to do that then it makes it tougher yeah. our philosophy i think what we're saying is correct and i think that it would have been wise to have just moved all these guys prior i thought that and wished it could have happened i understand the reason why some of this stuff didn't i can go back all the way to when they made the fucking trade for for Uyghur and uh, and Huberto and saying, why are we signing them to these massive deals when we don't know what they are in Calgary? Like, we can go back a long way. We can go back years before that where the team doesn't show up and compete or play hard and you're going, and the bullshit coming out, oh, we love each other. Like, Geo's captain, oh, we're the greatest leader and we got all these great players and we love each other. It's just, we're finding our game. No, you're not. You have no emotion. You have no care. You have no compete. Get lost. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't try to sell me that BS. And they've done it for years. And I don't know what my rant is about right now, but I'm sick of seeing it. Well, it's, it, it, you're right, because it still comes back to ownership. If you have a plan in place that you believe can turn some things around, but it involves moving players out and in the salary cap world, it's harder than it's ever been. So you got to maybe eat some money. And if the ownership isn't prepared to do that, then yeah, it makes things even harder. But I just, how does a team start to put an identity in a field together? And I know it's maybe not the same because the Chicago Blackhawks, they went through it for years. They had Eric Daze and Mark Bell and like all, they tried to rebuild and they were no good for a long time. And no one wanted to be in Chicago. It was, and then you started to get high draft picks and then your draft, some prospects started to come through and that's that young group together, Taves, Kane, Seabrook, those guys as youngsters started to make Blackhawk hockey what it came to be known as. And that's just what it's going to be here. You can't bring in 30 year old guys. Go back over the last, I've never done it. Have you ever done it? Can you off the top of your head? Let's go. Who won the cup last year? Vegas. I, I don't know. Ph- phenomenal. Yes. Year before that, Tampa. Mm-hmm. Who's their ringleaders? First overall pick. First overall pick, Steven Stamkos. Edmund Stamkos, Vasilevsky. All first round guys. Yeah. Right. Be- who else has won recently? Chicago. You can just name those guys. All top, top high end picks. Boston. Well, yeah, Boston a while back, but certainly Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Right. First yeah. overall picks, Washington. Yeah, they all have you, top all of the first round players. talent. On our teams, go, go into the Hall of Fame. Who? Yeah, no one in there. No one. Who? Honest to God. Yeah. LA, when they won, Dowdy. Quick. Kopitar. Kopitar. Like these are Hall of Fame guys. Who's winning these fucking Stanley Cups without Hall of Fame guys? Yeah. Maybe Vegas last year, only because Eichel's so young, you don't know. Yeah, and then Colorado, somebody's, yeah, I think I could. Nathan McKinnon, Daniel Landeskog McKinnon, at the time. McCarr? Yeah. What are, you, what are we talking about? And we're going to, Dubay? No, 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 no. And so, there are no guarantees, right? You, you can try a rebuild and it may not work. But if but this if try, this is the right. alternative, yeah. If picking, if either who's trading coming, away picks, who are yeah. the up and comers right now out east? Go out east. 
Even go go west if you want. There's a team in, in in BC that's doing pretty good. Who are their studs? Yeah, Elias Pettersson's leading the league in scoring right now. Mm. Quinn Hughes is leading. I think he's still leading defense in scoring. Yeah, you just go around. Even you go down to Anaheim. They're starting to turn some things around. They've been bad forever, but they have some high picks. Leo Carlson was second and or so, third overall. So there's your answer. Do you I want know. to be competitive one year out in and one year out, or do you want to fucking win? Jeez, I swore again. Like, but, but it's, it's frustrating. It, 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 and it's this, and this is the opportunity, which is why some fans, guys like Pinder, are like, "What? What are we doing? Now is an opportunity. It's a, it's a, it's forced upon you to rebuild, almost in a sense." It just makes sense to get something for these guys. And I'm with you. The ideal perfect world Nirvana idea is wait to the deadline because that's when the bidding will be at its richest and people will be just taking wheelbarrows down Olympic way to dump it off at Conroy's office door. I just, you I want don't want to wheelbarrows of return. Honest to God, if the Calgary Flames organization from top to bottom want wheelbarrows of return, Get the owner to eat the money. That's where you'll get the return. That that's you want to get your best return. Mister Edwards will have to chew on bad money. Have to. Yeah, Not I have to, but that will be your best return. You want this guy? Sure. You want uh, Vladar at a million? Does that change anything? Probably for a lot of teams. Yeah, it would. Right? You got to eat a million bucks. And you want Hannaf in it? Two and a half? Whew. Yeah. yeah, we'll trade for him right now. We can get him at two and a half for the rest. Damn right. And you look at a team like Vancouver. Why do they need to wait for the trade deadline? We think we're good. Let's add now. Why wait? Sure. Why wait till after Christmas? Let's get better now and continue to roll. How many <laughs> trade deadline acquisitions are the key or the winning the right? Yeah. The additions that take a team over the top. Not very often. Not yeah, very there'll often. be accent pieces for sure. There'll be there'll be support guys. So anyway, it's and and, and you couple it, and again, is Connor Zary or Matthew Coronado or Dustin Wolf going to the Hall of Fame? I don't know. I they would be great. But they've got a better chance at doing it. Those guys, those guys have. The, you're starting to see what youth can do. We're we're kind of a broken record, and God, we're just, we just want it to happen because it's it's painful to watch what's what's going on here, and it's the same. Just watching it, the the toilet drain. It's oh, there's Ole Jokinen and Todd Bertuzzi and Owen Nolan. Right, like just it, it, it's never worked for them, but they James keep Lee. trying the same recipe. When Brower, sorry, it's true. When the rest of the league, like, yeah. So that's what it is. I think for a lot of people, they're hoping that it's just going to be so clear. There will be no confusion. There can't be any for for ownership. And and my message to Conroy would be: you don't have to be. In ten years, when people look back at this. You don't have to have been so wickedly better at general managing, because you can't be, because you will win and lose, that you 
you outsmarted him by waiting and oh my god your your brilliance showed like get him out get him out and start putting your plan in place and start building maybe you get a third instead of a second well you still have to make a good pick like it, it no one's handing you the keys to success in 5 years you're going to have to make decisions and choices and get on with it mm-hmm. get on with it because waiting sure there's patience but lots of guys have shown patience and it hasn't helped out right so just go do your best and let things happen how they'll happen and again we've said it till we're blue in the face to trade these guys away now or this season is not throwing in the towel on the season. You have improving them, your chances. You, you have them hate being there. Yeah. You've got them on the ice nightly and you're, you've got whatever it is four friggin' wins. You're, you're not good enough with them. What's the alternative being not good without them. But I, and I'm with you, you get more You'd kids have three in there wins instead of four right now. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't think that those guys that you have are the ones that carried you to those victories anyway. Hmm. Oh, we can't trade Markstrom because uh, I mean, he's to eat half and tell me you can't trade Markstrom. Four, eight and two is the, uh, so four wins in 14 games. And I don't see any reason to think that there's going to be. Who's going to make the playoffs first? Who would you pick? You got a hundred bucks burning a hole in your pocket right now. Are you betting on the Flames or the Oilers to make the playoffs? Well, yeah, it'd be it'd be Edmonton for sure. Exactly. So, what's the pipe dream that we? What are the odds of the Flames making the playoffs now? They can't be very good. But we're gonna. Because we're fans, we have to realize that uh, like the math just don't add up, and the team doesn't play in a way that gives you any hope anyway. Like, just be hey, hey, Flames fans, put your glasses back on and start cheering. All right. And the fans here, you know what? <laughs> they just want to be entertained, and I think they would be just as eager to buy tickets and support the team that is going young and bringing in some kids who play with some zip as opposed to guys who are watching the, the clock run out. I got a bunch of kids and go get, I don't care if it's Reeves, but go get that DeLaurier, go get, uh, and, and who, well, Tom, they're not trading Tom Wilson, probably, but even if, but guys like that and put them on every line, let them bang and crash. And if there's any shit that happens, the flame, fans will be out in droves yeah i just go back to the way it was when it was that influx of talent now granted bennett was a high pick but you had gaudreau and monahan and bennett and just younger guys coming in and it was instant i don't know that they won any more games than they would have if they'd have kept tangay and and those guys but it was just it was more exciting it was the what maybe have we got here so now, and, you know, just to go back to Zadorov, I don't know what they do there. I'm with you. Uh, Would have liked it if you'd stayed, but if you're not in, you're not in. And usually, sometimes these things happen. We talked about waivers when Elliot threw that thing out a couple weeks ago that they might put a veteran on waivers. That sometimes that happens. It's a GM's response to the agent and player when he's like, I've, I've tried to trade you. 
And you may not believe me, but I have tried. I'm not asking for the moon. I have tried. I'm going to put you on waivers and see if anybody will take you just for the cost of your contract. And then they go through waivers and then usually the volume goes down. But I wonder for, for Milstein, who is the agent for Zadorov, if that little tactic was maybe a, okay, you've, you've, you say you've tried to trade him. Yeah. Who, how, who's, what GMs has he talked to that he thinks there's a good deal to be had for the Flames? Yeah. And Conroy's not that, that's how I read this so I sometimes that, I just think it's frustration on the agent's part to say look we want out get us out yeah and I've talked to some GMs and I know there's deals to be had Craig and you're yeah. not pulling the trigger yeah that's what I think and in, and I see it from Craig's standpoint because he's going to be judged by everything he does right now and if you make a bad deal probably like us job, too then... though he's probably like I it's the same as the Lindholm Kaja Huberto out of those three who do you want I th I think I wanted Lindholm, although it looks like he's pouting and has packed it in, to be honest, don't you think? Yeah, he's not, he's not coming back. No. He has no interest in staying. And so, but even if you wanted Lindholm, but my point is, Conroy might want Zadorov out of all these guys because he does like his jam. Yeah. And now he's like, shit, I got to get rid of you? I kind of like you. Like I'm gonna get through this, keep you, and get rid of the other bastards. But the agents probably going, no, no chance. And end of We're the day, they're doing you. They're doing you a solid because you don't want to sign guys. Take a look. You don't want to sign guys to extensions, and then sixty games in, eighty games, one hundred and fifty games in, we sign this guy to a five, six, seven year deal, and we're a year and change in and here's, already we regret it. And he regrets it. Here's the lesson. Keep a bunch of guys that are hungry and want to work uh, or trying to find success. Not the guys that have had success and are collecting checks. Yeah. And, and yeah, you got to get some draft picks. You got to get some youth for sure. But man, it, it wouldn't be get one, get a good prospect out of each deal. What are we talking? Two, three, four deals? What if you had another two or three young guys into this mix of Zeri and Pospisil and Wolf? And, and stop worrying about Calgary being in Calgary and in Alberta and in Canada. There is only one way to fix that. Win. Win. That's the only way. I don't care if you have a new rink. Sure, that's better. But they are not coming. Every rink in the league is good. Where's the shitty rink? Scottsdale, ask a hundred hockey players. Would they rather play in Scottsdale at that the small rink and live in Scottsdale or in Calgary at a new rink? They're not coming to Calgary because of a new arena. That will help keep them and make them happier. Sure, but that's not enough to go wrong. I got to go to Calgary. They got a new rink. Well, so does Detroit. And so like, oh yeah, all these places have nice facilities. What do we're going to be so much nicer. Our hot tub and cold tub are going to be that much better. I don't think so. No, you start winning and all of a sudden Banff is about 10 minutes closer and the temperature is about five degrees higher in winter. And it's the winter's a little bit shorter than it used to be. It make no mistake. It's not the most desirable place in the national hockey league, but things change when you're on a winning team. At a, and yeah, there'll be a new building and a city that supports you and, 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 but it's got to start there. Win. Uh, want to do a little bit of this, uh, 
you talk well, it's interesting that we're talking about this as I get ready to talk about uh, finning and finning cat with a little I dig it for you today. Get ready to save with the finning Black Friday sale. It kicks off November 20th. Savings on new used and rental equipment in addition there will be deals on finning parts and service. November 20th to 24th, look out for daily specials, and those will last each for an entire week. It gives you the chance to take advantage and save big on the things you need to keep your business running. For more information, go to finning.com slash Black Friday, or uh, where is it here? There, the QR code. You can click that QR code on the screen. Uh, Finning Cat. Cat is a proud partner of the NHL. A little bit of uh, I dig it today for Finning Cat. Um, while we're talking about prospects and trying to pick high, now it's this is exaggerating to make a point, but this Connor Bedard kid, I dig him. He was at it again yesterday. Watch the move he makes here in the corner. A little bit of whoop, steal the puck, roof. And then gives the Florida fans a little bit of how she going down the glass. Look at click, skate, short side roof. That's it's and it happens so fast. <laughs> I mean, it's so fast. And then the same game, he's at it again. Kind of grabs a loose puck along the wall, cuts in, backhand, forehand, post and in. And like, like the goalie's McDavid, looking we, at you like, beat it, you punk. It's like, what happened here? Click, click, zing. Not bad. This guy in his rookie season is just tearing things up. And it was funny. I saw a clip on the weekend. He was talking, he was talking to one of his teammates like, Jesus, I can't shoot the puck. I don't know what's going on. I'm not getting shots away. Blah, blah, blah. It's, it's like, dude, you're, you're, you're doing just fine. Just hang in there. And is it fair that Chicago has, you know, after Kane and Taves or whatever, he's got 13 points in 13 games, point per game, nine goals in his, uh, in his, you first know what season. Chicago wasn't afraid to do. Get bad. Cut bait. Yeah. And, and there's probably some guys they could have done it sooner with. Yes. Yeah, they made hard decisions with Kane and Taves. But they didn't languish for five to eight years thinking that these guys were going to find their way again. Yeah. And, I mean, could, could it be argued that they could have done it a year or two earlier? Maybe. But there again, two things. You've got a salary cap. Both guys are making north of 10 who can take on a $10 million player uh, and B they have no trades. They kind of control things. And when you've won three cups, there is a bit of that. What do you want to do? You've, you've resurrected the franchise. You've brought Stanley cups. We've had parades and banners and rings and everything. How do you want this to go? But yeah, they made some tough decisions and they got lucky. They won a draft lottery in a year where there's a transformative player. God, is he fun to watch? I dig it. The Flames <laughs> could have been part of that. Yeah, they could have been. They could have been. Sorry, I kind of jumped on your. I dig it. No, not at. I was. I was just thinking of how they could have been, but it's... well, because when Gaudreau and Kachuk decided to leave, you go, okay, we're redoing this. Goodbye, Lindholm. And you sell it as. We got handed a bag of crap, and they did. They really did. I think that they they tried to re. They didn't try. They had 
moderate success. True Living had moderate success putting a plan in place to build a team. You got Monaghan, Gaudreau, uh, Bennett, who didn't pan out like you hoped. Uh, Kachuk, though, like they did a lot of the good things. They had the pieces in place. And those guys decided to leave, which yeah. is their right. And as soon as they did, they should have said, we got to do this again. Got to do it again. And they should have been smart enough to go, there's a kid out there. But I guess it's easy to say. It's easy to say. Um, we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Once again, Finn and Cat. It's the Bla- it's the Finn and Black Friday sale. It kicks off November 20th. Savings across the board. New used and rental equipment. In addition, we're going to have those deals on finning parts and service. That's from the 20th to the 24th. Look out for daily specials. Each of those will last for an entire week. Gives you a chance to take advantage and save big. For more info, finning.com slash Black Friday, or you can hit that QR code. Finning Cat. Cat, a proud partner of the NHL, and great to have Finning on board with us here at Flames Nation and Barnburner. The, the one other thing that's interesting to think about now and again, hindsight being what it is, and we have the luxury of that. But what? It, not only if you take Huberto, and Uyghur kind of gets lumped in there. I'm okay with Uyghur. It's kind of whatever. He's he's fine. I haven't liked him a ton this year. But what if what if you went young? What were the other offers? What if you didn't get Kadri? What if you even made the Florida trade and didn't sign those fellas? You would have got a first rounder. For Huberto, easy. Last year at the trade deadline. You would have got a first rounder for Weaker probably last year at the trade deadline. All of a sudden, your cupboards are restocked or should be. And you wouldn't have uh, lost. You would not have got rid of the Monaghan first rounder. You have three or four, five more first rounders. What are we talking about? And you would have been no better, worse. The only downside to doing it that way, and I preached it when they F and signed these guys, the only downside was a re was was a Gaudreau scenario happening again. Where, oh my God, Huberto had a hundred and some points, and he doesn't want to re-sign. And we got now you risk losing. How often has that happened in the course of the history of the NHL? It's it, it may go down. I'm I'm just trying to think. It, it it's a colo- colossally bad deal. Yeah, Kachuk is a superstar. A team, every team in the league would want him. You got back a player who had the biggest plummet in terms of points from one year to the next, but also and... one of the largest jumps in points. <laughs> 23 more assists than the year before. Yeah. You can't have one without the other. And my point being, yes, he plummeted back. But what really was he? I think we were sold a bunch of bullshit. You heard his name and he was always, yeah, okay, point, get some points. Good player, good player. He was never... Ever once in a conversation I had with anyone referred to as a guy you have to have on your team, and he's a super stall Hall of Fame type player. Yeah, he had 115 points, and I didn't, I don't recall hearing that much about it. How 115 points, 
And again, maybe I'm making, I didn't pay enough attention, which I tend to do, but I'm not buying that this guy was the do-all end-all. Go look at his points and tell me why everyone thinks he's a 100-point guy. Yeah, he it was... once? I, I just have to be honest because at the time, I thought it was a great deal. It was a good I thought... deal. The deal was good. The bad part of the deal was the signing. It wasn't the trade that was bad. It was the signing that was bad. It was the all-in, we don't know what we have in Calgary. These guys have never fucking played before, and chemistry matters in the NHL, and Lindholm just lost his two best buddies, and I don't know what I'm going to have in that room, but I'm going to fucking put it all in, on, throw in all my chips. Yeah. That's what it was. It has nothing to do with the trade. The trade's fine. Don't sign those guys. It's real simple. Oh, we can't risk losing them like we lost control. How often does it happen? And don't trade him at the deadline. If he won't sign, he's gone. Playoffs be damned. Because and at the time, the you know the, the the emotion in the city and around the team it was fragile because Gaudreau left and now Kachuk wants out and here's a guy coming in. Even if even if he wasn't 115, he was a he was a top, he was a top six, top three. He was a top guy. Look at the stats. But I mean, there's a 92 point season One. in there. There's two above what? 80. But, but then take a look, but he's over a point a game. I'm not saying there's a lot, big difference. <laughs> no, on. but in, in a, in a deal where Kachuk says, I want out, here's five teams that, that I'll go to. I'm not saying the deal was bad. I'm saying 10 yeah. and a half, not knowing oh, he fits into yeah, the room. I mean, Honestly, I think that Treliving or the Flames were just in a headspace. They were prepared to pay $10 million to Gaudreau. And now here's a guy that's over a point a game. And he'll stay. We need, we can't, our, our city. And, and technically our he's not a over a point a game. Like if we would look at it. Well, he was over those four years. 92 okay, and 82. Why do the other four years not fucking matter? Or however look, many. Like he's got 764 games, 675 points. That's not a point a game. That's not an 80 point guy. But in his 29, 28, 27, 26 year old seasons, he was over a point a game starting in 18, 19, 92 and 82. Then in the shortened year, he had 78 and 69, then 61 and 55 and 115 and 80. You I don't, don't I, think 115 stands out to you? No, it for sure it does. But it, just look at the games played. I don't know if if you prorate that 55 game year to 82 or whatever. Look, I, I this is I I can't. There's no there's no debating it. Um, but the point is, now that you know where you are, and you think even if you make this deal. Do you spin those guys off last year, last year at the deadline? Or what were those other? Because you heard St. Louis, you heard Carolina. What were those offers? Were those, did they have firsts and Jordan Cairo or Marty Natchez? Those were the names that were kind of bandied about. And then you get another raft of firsts from this year's expiring contracts. But there was no way when that went down 
that ownership was going to say, okay, well, let's just completely change course. We just won a playoff round. We had a game seven overtime goal. The city's lit up. Packer in. There was no way ownership was going to let you do it. And in fairness, I think it probably would have been hard to do, to do it because even at the start of last season, there were a lot of people who were saying this team might be better than last year's team. Yeah, you got no Kachuk and no uh, no Goudreau, but look at this. Uh, look at the guys you brought in. Might be better. Yeah, you got a group of players. Yeah. This uh, Is it this Thursday we're going to Greta? Pinder apparently is going to come back to Calgary, and we're going to Greta. Greta is our home for live watch parties throughout the season. Afterburner doing afterburners there. Should be our spot before and after the game. Grab a cocktail, something from the menu. Maybe get into the game yourself. Over 50 arcade games from vintage to state-of-the-art. Load up some credits on your Greta game card and get at it. Greta Calgary, located at 213 10th Avenue Southwest. Check them out online at gretabar.com. We have got the Thursday night football game. Vancouver and Calgary are playing at the Dome. And Pinder has to finally make good on his chicken nugget bet. We had a fantasy football bet a couple of years ago, uh, me versus him. And he's always quick to tell you, I had a bad team and Boomer had a good team. And I'm like, hey, me, me. don't make the deal. Um, we had a bet that whoever lost would have to eat the number of points, whatever the point differential was in defeat in chicken nuggets. And he lost by 42. Tremendous timing. Um, so yeah, he's going to sit down and, We'll stop talking long enough to shovel 42 chicken probably nuggets into training his Training on his trip here, he's probably... Maybe. Maybe. Again, I don't know that he stops talking long enough to eat. That's probably why he's skinny, I guess. I don't know. Uh, so that's coming up on Thursday. We'd love to see you. Again, 213 10th Avenue Southwest. It's no ticketed event. Just come on by. They've got a great spot on the one side of the bar. They've got the TVs above the bar. There's a bar. Restaurant. It's a great spot. Looking forward to getting there on Thursday. We'll do the Pinder report. It was a busy weekend. I don't know if you knew that. There was football. There was hockey. CFL. More football. Yeah, 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 yeah. From now until November 30th at Village Honda, they're holding their veterans food drive. Village invites you to stop by the dealership with non-perishable food items to help fill the Honda Ridgeline that's currently sitting in the showroom. They're going to fill it up and then drop it off at the Veterans Food Bank of Calgary. That's again, till the end of the month, stop by Village Honda. And while you're there, grab an Accord. Grab a, you know, uh, grab a Ridgeline. By the way, when you're, when, when you're done taking all the food to the food bank for the veterans, toss me the keys to that Ridgeline. I'm taking that sucker home. You can do that. They're going to allow it. Northwest Auto Mall. Online at villagehonda.com. Village Honda presents the Pinder Report. We will start. Yes, we've talked a lot of flames. We continue going back to the weekend. A extra time loss to Toronto and then a 4-1 defeat at the hands of the Ottawa Senators. Dustin Wolf made 34 saves in that uh, Senators game. Blake Coleman, the lone goal. Nice feat from Marty Pospisil. He's got three points in four games since getting that call. So for the team after wins over Seattle and Nashville... It's back-to-back uh, -back losses. Four, eight, and two. They wrap up the three-game Eastern trip tomorrow in Montreal. Uh, practice lines. Today is a practice day out in La Belle Provence. Maybe go for some schmoked meat while they're out there. Julian McKenzie, good guy. Firing out the lines here. 
So a little different for sure. Lindholm still at center. Manjapani on his right side, but Huberdo off, Ruzichka in. The line of Kadri, Zari, and Pospisil stays together. Backland and Coleman remain a, a, a duo. Huberto goes to the left side there. Sharon Govich with Dubé and Walker Dewar with Greer skating as the extra. Rosie's been, got a, been getting a lot of, of ice time, eh? Which one? Uh, Rosie Greer or Ruzichka? Ruzichka. Yeah. I haven't minded him. Yeah. I mean, he's never going to be one of those guys that's so electrifying, like, whoa, I got to get a jersey because this guy's unbelievable. But he has made some plays. He's he's stronger it. on the puck. He's hanging on to it a little bit. God, it's baby steps, and it does feel like, boy, the cried wolf, because we've talked about this for a lot. He goes on a little run, and he gets some points. Hey, there you go. All right, Rosie, let's keep her going. And then he doesn't keep her going. So this would seem to be a pretty good opportunity to play with Lindholm and Manjapani. Uh, the D pairs, Uyghur Anderson, Hannafin, Tanev, Zadorov, and DeSimone. So Denny Gilbert continues to, to watch. I thought DeSimone's been all right, though. I think he has quietly. I, th I agree. I think he's been just fine. Uh, Nikita Zadorov, by way of his agent online, has requested a trade out of Calgary. The... Uh, Kind of throw out Toronto. Hey, Toronto, get your tickets to watch Nikita Zadorov, something along the lines of this. Uh, you know who didn't appreciate that was Brad Trilliving. It's like, that. Was, I don't know why I got roped into all of this, but thanks for that. I appreciate that. So Zadorov continues to skate, continues to play. Will he be traded sooner or later? Remains to be seen. Uh, I know that Conroy spent, he, he did not go, at least immediately, did not go to Ottawa with the team. That's why when you were watching the game, you saw... Dave Nonis and Don Maloney up in the press box. Uh, I think he was part of the Hall of Fame ceremony. Yeah. Stuff with, yeah. Mike Vernon going into the uh, into the Hall of Fame. I'm happy. You know what? Happy for Vernie. You forget how much goes I, into that and how much. I mean, they just gush the praise and the love over these uh, men and women when they go into the Hall of Fame. You know what though? And I maybe it's because I know him personally and I've been around him. And I played against him, and he's such a part of the community in Calgary. He's so genuine. Like, I was actually almost emotional watching him talk uh, in between periods the other day. Yeah. Because to me, he's just, a, he's just a guy that's ended up in a situation, and it didn't change him. He's just happy, happy for everyone. That guy's a good guy. I like, hey, how's it going? Good to see you. It's, it's. It's walking down 4th Street in Calgary. Hey, Bernie! And yeah. that's who he is. And that's what you get. And I think it partially because of that. When he was inducted into the hall, I think it, it a lot of people were like, well, that's Bernie, right? That's, uh, is he a Hall of Famer? And then you go back and look at the numbers. Yep. It's like, oh, yeah, there was that run in Detroit. And he continued to play late into his career. at San Jose Shark. Like, there's a lot there that you don't realize, and I think it is because of that, because when you see him, he's just Bernie. What's up, Bernie? Yeah. Proud of him. I mean, not that it matters if I'm proud of him, but I was that, it was it was pretty happy to watch him telling yeah. stories and bullshitting, and there's there's nothing fake about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's he's Bernie. 
he is Vernie. So pretty cool. He, uh, the ring, the jacket, the ceremony, it's been a very cool weekend. Uh, no question for him. Uh, and yes, Zadorov wants out. So we'll see how that goes. Good old Conroy. Wonder how he's doing. You know, because you talk about normal guy. Oh, geez, guys. I, oh, gosh, guy. Oh, now, oh, Nikita. See, how come you had to? Oh, geez. You know, I'm trying. You know, oh, gosh, geez. <laughs> I'd love them. NHL last night, we mentioned earlier, Vancouver beat Montreal. Vancouver Flames tomorrow night. Vancouver, they continue to roll. They beat uh, Montreal 5-2. to two. They are 11-3-1. Not bad. They've collected 11 wins through their first 15 games for the first time ever. So this is a historically good start. Quinn Hughes, 18th assist and 23rd point of the season. He's uh, elite company now for as far as uh, points through the first 15 games of a year for uh, a defenseman. Uh, second defenseman to do it uh, in multiple years because he did it last year as well. Bobby Orr, the last to do it. Not bad. Had 21 and 15 in 69-70 and 21 and 15 in 74-75. So Quinn Hughes doing okay. Elias Pettersson is leading the league in points. Didn't have a point last night and still is tops in the league, so you okay with it it's vancouver i am and i think part of the reason is because they've had to deal with a bunch of bullshit as a franchise for quite mm -hmm. a while they've been put through the ringer there with their gm their yeah. owners made some questionable decisions and make no mistake they have not Do been very again. good for a long time when's the last time they had a good team uh, Dallas thumped Minnesota eight to three. Joe Pavelski, his hundredth goal as a Dallas star. But when he's he signed, he's going to play one, maybe two. <laughs> I mean, when he signed that deal, it was, Ooh, this is, this is a retirement deal. Ballsy by stars here. Yeah. The stars had five power play goals against the wild last night. Decent. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Artemi Panarin, 
extended his season opening point streak to a franchise record tying 14 games. So from game one to 14, a po- at least a point in every game. Uh, Rod Gilbert, the last Ranger to do that. Uh, where is Panarin? He's second in the league scoring 24 points in those 14 games. William Nylander, the Leaf who is unsigned. What are you going to do there, Tri Living? Uh, he's got a point in 15 straight to start. We got the goalies. We got centermen. We got D. Mm-hmm. What do you need? Old Willie. Willie was born in Calgary. Isn't that what Make it was? Oh, yeah. Get him in. Get him in. Two games tonight. One we have not talked about, which we'll get into here uh, in a moment. The debut of Chris Knobloch behind the Edmonton Oilers bench as head coach. Chuck's boy. New kid on the Knobloch. That's right. Um, they fired uh, oh, all the ball player. Yeah, and then and then well, he was the one that got the yips, right? He couldn't throw yeah. from short to first. Yeah, then it fell apart. Yeah, and it was all over. Then he decided to coach. Mm-hmm. So we we celebrated last week the loss of the Oilers to the San Jose Sharks. We reveled in it. We had a great time. Raised a glass, I think. We made a toast of Crown Royal to the San Jose Sharks as a group. Yeah. Uh, and then the Oilers would go and beat Seattle. And then Jay Woodcroft fired on Sunday morning. The uh, Oilers are 3-9-1, and one, seventh in the Pacific, ahead of only the San Jose Sharks. 2-7-1 and one in their last 10. They have yet to win a game at home. 0-4-1. I, their, their win, uh, the one home win came at the outdoor game. So whatever you want to do there. So who is Knobloch? He's 47. Imperial. Or uh, sorry, he's 45. Be a first time NHL head coach, which is what you said they cannot do. You cannot bring in a rookie. You can't bring in a guy who's untested. But what he does have is coaching experience with Connor McDavid. I don't, don't know if say. You, I don't know if you knew I think this. I mentioned something about him being involved in a lot of the decisions last week as well. Yes, we'll get into that. Uh Knobloch was coaching the Rangers AHL team in Hartford the last four years, but he was Connor McDavid's junior coach in Erie. I could reach out to Jay McKee, see if uh see what kind Jeez. of guy he was coached with them. Is that right? Uh There's so one saving grace for this bugger. Uh-huh. His birthplace. Right. You want to do it again? Imperial. Imperial, which is, what's the It's tie-in? east of Alberta. <laughs> right. Okay. So it's just that he's a, he's from a Sasker. He's a Sasker. Okay. All right. Well, he's got to be good. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so interesting. There have been awkward press conferences held. The Flames had one last year. If you remember, sometimes the gold awkward can also be awesome. It just, it's the word you want to use. Yeah. So you had Kenny Holland and Jeff, Jeff Jackson, who is uh, actually Connor McDavid's former agent who is now in, he's kind of running the Oilers. Uh, uh, Weird. So so two kind of messages and somebody went to the, to the, uh, the effort and the work here of kind of putting them together. The question was, did you consult the players before making this move? The first person you'll see is Kenny Holland. See if you notice a bit of a difference in uh, opinion here. I did talk. I have talked over the, this past week um, with with uh, some of the veterans on our team. Um, 
I'm not going to tell you what they said. I take the information. Ultimately, I have to make I have to make decisions. Obviously, Jeff's got a long, long, long relationship with uh, with Connor. You can probably talk about that. Yeah. No. I mean, we didn't consult with the players on this decision. <clears throat> Never spoke with Connor or Leon or Nuge or Nursey or any of the other leadership group. Um, these guys are here to play hockey. That they they know that that's what they want to do. Um, they don't like being involved in these types of decisions. Uh, that's my experience. Um, so the fact that, you know, Chris was Connor's coach in Erie in 2014, 15, it, it only has something to do with this because I think Chris Knobloch's a very good coach. <clears throat> uh, Connor didn't have anything to do with this decision and neither did the other uh, leadership group. <clears throat> Let's clear my throat so I can tell this with... <clears throat> All seriousness and truth. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I have talked to the players over the last week. No, no, we didn't talk to the players. <laughs> so great. Um, and and then I you have... I don't disagree. I don't think the players do like being part of it for the most No, part. they probably don't. Like, could you? Could I oh. not? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the fact that this was Connor's coach, it just means uh, it's just... <sighs> Totally circumstantial. I don't Pishaw is Listen, what I would if you say. You want to that. go down the conspiracy route? Go ahead. There's all. Why are you guys trying to stir up shit? Disinformation. Huh? This would be labeled disinformation <laughs> by the fact checkers. So good. Um, in addition, now Dave Manson was also fired. Feel bad for Dave. He's had a tough go. He's had a tough go. So he is out along with Woodcroft and Paul Coffey is in who basically said at the press conference yesterday, no, I didn't want the job. I was very happy just kind of doing what I want was doing. Uh, but you know, uh, Kate's, uh, I respect Kate's and I'll do anything for Daryl. So he asked. And so, yeah, I guess I'll do it. Uh, um, but no, I didn't really want to do this at all. <laughs> it was a tremendous, it was tremendous uh, press conference. So good. Oh, you think? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, so back to Kenny Holland. This, uh, he had more to say, less about Knobloch and more about the outgoing Jay Woodcroft. Jeff and I talked yesterday afternoon. The team was on the road, obviously in Seattle, um, and made a decision that uh, we were going to, obviously to get the wheels in motion, um, we had to, we had to get uh, permission from the Rangers. Um, had to obviously negotiate a contract. Um, you know, we played, played Saturday, played Monday, we played Wednesday. So whether it was yesterday or the day before, it wasn't something that could just transpire in 12 hours. It was, you know, we got to, we had to get him from Hartford to here. So, uh, um, officially made the decision at some point in time, Saturday during the game and made the decision that when we got home, uh, last night that I would talk, I would meet with, uh, with Jay and, uh, and Dave, and I met with him this morning. So there you go. Uh, Woodcroft, granted it's a small sample size, but his winning percentage is tremendous. He had great success with the Oilers. There's playoff success in there. I don't know. I mean, is it, are they better off today? I don't know if Woodcroft's a good coach. I don't know if Knobloch's a good coach. I know that you're inheriting a a player and maybe two players that are hall of fame caliber and where they go is where you'll end up. 
You're yeah. going to try and squeeze and get more from the other guys, but let's be honest. Who's carrying this team? Uh, it's been a lot of coaches. Flame Now, again, it's glass houses. I get it. But this is another one. You go back to the year 2000. Craig McTavish, by far and away, had the longest stay of 650 or 656. And then both Pat Quinn and Tom Rennie came in at about the same time. Quinn lasted a season. Tom Rennie, two years. Then Ralph Kruger for 48 games. Dallas Akins, just over a year. Craig McTavish, interim coach. Todd Nelson, remember him, 51 games behind the bench. Then Todd McClellan came in and lasted, you know, three seasons. And looking and now Todd McClellan's running the uh, Kings, who look like they've got their stuff together. Ken Hitchcock for 62 games. Dave Tippett, Woodcroft, and now Knobloch. It's a lot of coaches. It's a lot of coaches. And some guys have been here for a lot of coaches. I know that uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, of course, signed the extension. He's been here a long time. He's had a lot of coaches. I would be very concerned that now <laughs> Connor's too involved and Ken Holland's not involved enough. It's it's a good point you bring. I was because I was going to ask you that if, if you think that Knobloch's there by coincidence, uh, you're fooling yourself. This is they're they're doing whatever they can to keep Connor happy, and that so his his agent starts running the team. His junior coach is now coaching the team. I don't know. That, I don't. I don't know that I do any difference. His buddies are but, on the team. Yeah, Connor Brown, his line mate from junior, got <laughs> brought in. I'd probably do much the same. I think. What do we What do we do to keep this guy happy? To a certain extent, though, right? Like, yeah. So now it's on Knobloch to see if he can do what Jay Woodcroft didn't, and I'm not Here's sure. Shitty, I, 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 just to be an argumentative prick, I think it's on McDavid again. Fucking Knobloch ain't there because of his resume. Mm -hmm. It's who he coached. It's, it's yeah. fine. And that's fine. It's, uh, I don't begrudge Knobloch. He's a good no. Sasker. But the only, there's one reason he's there. Because he knows Connor McDavid and Connor McDavid likes him. This has nothing to do with him. Connor's gonna have to step mm -hmm. it up. And you know what? And he will. And, yeah, and it's not because fine. and it's not because Knobloch's the coach. It's just they those guys are too yes. good to be where they're at. It's I don't know, historically bad, but you hear it all the time. Regression to the mean. How's he and, Knobloch he and Leon are just going to get David. back to oh. where they traditionally play, which is over point per game guys power play 30 percent you're going to outscore some problems so yeah it's it may not happen right away but knoblock is going to be the beneficiary of that and i think somewhere woodcroft will be saying shit uh could you have started that a week earlier or 10 days earlier because i probably still have my game well where did he go wrong is my curiosity with woodcroft because those guys stopped performing for him and whether it was circumstantial, I don't know why, mm -hmm. why they're not where they should be, because they aren't. They should be better than they are. And what will Knobloch do differently? And, and if things don't change, is he going to put Connor's feet to the fire? Yeah, are you putting him upstairs? You mentioned like, him in the third period? What you, what's he going to do? I mean, what's anyone going to do yeah. to the best player maybe ever? But. I don't, what do you do differently? What do you need, Connor? You think I that know that, Woodcroft, yeah. You think that Woodcroft was going, no, you can't do that. I don't want to play that way. Not a chance. McDavid says, I want to do this. Okay, we'll do that. 
I think that probably probably part of it, and you hear some of it out of Edmonton, is that Woodcroft, good guy, but the co- the, the the players just kind of saw him as a good guy, nice guy, coach kind of thing. The That's defensive the structure that they tried to employ didn't work, and he couldn't pivot quickly enough. And I, I just I it seems like the players just didn't believe he was going to be able to get them out of it. But if you're not Connor and you're the rest of the group, like how much does McDavid have to sell the rest of these guys to listen to the new coach? Mm-hmm. There's got to be some of that, right? Like, sure. Uh, maybe I'm an idiot, but last week you said it. I'm like, you can't bring in some new guy again. You got to have someone with some, some history and so, a guy that has a reputation. You know what you're going to get so that he can take over the room and run it the way it needs the hell do i know i guess but i gotta think that if mcdavid's going into the room going dudes we gotta listen to this guy he's really good you know whatever it might be the other thing that'd be curious too is do guys feel like they have to be a little bit guarded now around connor i mean if you're pissed off with the coach and you know that the coach and him are tight are you saying i can't believe i got benched well i mean what are we doing here i wonder if if you're having to be a little bit tight-lipped I don't like it. You're not I critiquing. Don't, I don't. I don't recall. Again, ain't my team. He, I never played with the best player in the world. Blah blah blah. Jerome Gala wasn't begging for coaches. Connor Mc. Uh, uh, sorry, Crosby. I don't think he's gone and begged for certain coaches. Mm-hmm. Ovechkin, I don't think has. I don't remember Gretzky doing it. I don't remember Messier doing it. I don't remember Lemieux doing it. There is a bunch of changes that have come across almost societally, if that's a word. Last year, how the Flames got rid of Daryl Sutter, for good or for bad. I think for bad because it just appears that he knew exactly what the hell was going on and they didn't like it. And they ran him out of town. It doesn't see all these things that never used to happen. They sure seem like it's except socially acceptable and and doable now. And I would guess none of it's going to work out for the best. Well, and you saw it in that press clip, which again was edited for effect, but that the Jackson would come out and say, no, we didn't talk to any players. We, the players don't want to be involved. We didn't talk to anybody when Ken Hall and basically said, yeah, I've been talking to the players for a couple of weeks now. I, I don't think, I, I just think of a guy like Sidney Crosby. You, you would go to him and ask how things are. You'd want a temperature of the room. You're the captain. What's going on in there. But to your point, I, I want the honesty. If, if you don't think the coach is working, then I want your opinion. And then, you know, we, we use that, obviously, but I don't know that has, has there been a coach that has tight ties to guys like Crosby or Ovechkin, like that you bring up it, it, it's not a good look now, maybe it works. And then that's how every team will do it. Get your best player and get whoever's worked with him and who he likes. And then there's harmony and there's winning, but it doesn't feel like I, I'm with you. It does not feel like a recipe for success and has nothing to do with Knobloch who's probably a very good coach but I think probably Woodcroft is a very good coach too and was a scapegoat here because the players just their offense went in the shitter I just feel for Edmonton T's and P's I hope it works out it's, God I hope it works out I don't want any stumbling blocks at all. no 
people stop going to the ice palace up there and having drinks and fun and Northlands used to be a place to get God, because you know what? It's going to get so bitterly cold up there right away. Late November and December in Edmonton or Northern Alberta. NFL five games yesterday. I don't know if you saw it. Five games ended on the final play of the game. Drama. We bitch and complain sometimes that the Thursday nighters or the Monday nighters don't have anything. It came down to the wire in five spots. Cleveland beats Baltimore in a last second field goal. The Browns trailed for 59 minutes and 20 seconds before getting the last second win. I was kicking myself because the line was five and a half for the Ravens. And I didn't get into my uh, my betway uh, in time to get the five and a half. And then they went up by a touchdown, Yeah, you know, like 40 seconds in. I was like, Christ almighty. They, they, they cover less than a minute in and they're just going to cruise the gambling gods looking after me yesterday so yeah no team in 23 seasons the last 23 years has won a game after being down that long as the browns were yesterday the texans and cj stroud do it again the Bengals had it lost it 30 27 the texans win that one that was a good that was a hell of a ball game back and forth Kyler Murray back. Arizona wins it on a field goal at the end. Murray 19 for 32 and 249 through the air. Rushed for 33 yards and a touchdown. Detroit and the LA Chargers. That game was drunk. It was just back and forth and wobbling and plays. Last second field goal. Lions win it 41-28 and go to 7-2. and two. And Seattle, with zeros on the board, gets a field goal to move to 6-3 and three as they win at home. Oh, and how about uh, Jack Steelers? Jack, they they're six and three, and he gave up on them. No, I didn't. You totally did. You totally did. You, you a month ago you were done. Garden. I've been back for a couple weeks. No, no, that's not how it works. You don't abandon your team of uh, your child. Yeah, you've been on and off the Bills this whole no, year. No, 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 no. Decades of Bill love over here. I get frustrated with the Bills. I have never thrown in the towel like you did. I, I had did not throw in the towel. towel. You, you even stopped including them in your bets. That's all I did. You were Canada. You were dude. Come on. Do we have to call Pinder? Please don't make us call Pinder. I mean, please. No, I mean, Pickens and like you were done with Kenny and it was Trubisky. You were done. I think I, you even wanted Tomlin fired. No, nah, Tom, Tomlin keeps the team together. Hmm. But speaking right? of one-score games, I do not remember the last time the Steelers won a game that wasn't a one-score game. Yeah, they they don't uh, they don't like doing it any other way. No, than just a white knuckle ride right to the like end. Like Tomlin football. Yeah, that's Tomlin. Get your get your hands in the dirt and take it right down to the wire. Uh, so congrats on the win, six and three, buddy. Nice win over Green Bay tonight. The three and five Denver Broncos head into Buffalo to take on the five and four Bills. This Bills defense has struggled the last three to four weeks, just besieged with injury. The Broncos coming off a bye, and prior to that, a 24 9 win over Kansas City. <laughs> Puckersville in Buffalo, buddy. I'm not even going because Denver's so shitty. Whoa, you're not going? I can't decide if it's worth the uh, 
the hangover to watch Russ, the Broncos get shit pumped. Russ has been cooking. They've let Russ cook. He's been Russ, better. Russ can beat it. Cortland Sutton. Javante Williams going to be running all over the place. make up all kinds of names. I don't know any of them because they're horse shit. <laughs> What's the line on this game? I didn't even look. It can't be that it was five, six, somewhere in there. Seven right now. Seven. Oh, for, for the Bills or? Uh, yeah, for oh, the Bills. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Seven even? Yeah. Where would you be uh, putting your bet, Jack, if you were doing your Betway bets right now? I go the Bills. They need this win bad. Like if they lose this, oh, they need this bad. You got to go to this game. Have to do nothing. Feels like the season's hanging perilously in the balance here. The problem with the game is it's very late, and then I'll get drunk and I'll get home late. But then I got to get up and drive kids to school. It's not a recipe for Mm. success. And get ready for the show. You got you got the show tomorrow. No, I'm always ready for the show. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you you really not going? This is a big football game. Every game's big. If the shoveler wasn't sick, I'd probably go, but I can't rely on her for anything. She's worse than me. (laughs) Worse than you. Slight case of the sniffles and the world crumbles. Oh, Jesus. No good. Uh, Meanwhile, the, the coupe gray is set. The Montreal Alouettes upset the Toronto Argonauts 38-17. The coup de gras. Oh, actually, you know what? Before, uh, I missed a whole bunch of stuff here. Jack's got the video. Before we go leave the uh, the NFL, uh, which one do we, let's, do you want to do the, let's do the Raiders? The, uh, the Vegas Raiders are loving life. Josh McDaniels gets yarded out. And do you think they were sick of Josh McDaniels? Last week, they get a win, their first win. With uh, what's his name, Antonio? Uh, damn it, what's his name? Anyway, they get McDaniel's out, and it's nothing but cigars and tunes blasting in the locker room. They Love are, it! Look, I don't it. like that carpet. It had me freaked out there. Did it? What if you're? What if you're a? If you had a allergy to uh, to secondhand smoke, It'd be very difficult. And you're not on the Raiders, and you're no, a wimp, and they don't want you. I guess so. I guess so. So another win. I mean, it's not not impressive. They beat the Jets and the Giants, but still, you uh, you take that. Uh, Joey Burr mentioned that uh, his Bengals lost hey, the last bro. second field goal. Look at his. He's got the his old man played for the Alouettes. He's got his old man's Alouettes jersey on as he heads into the stadium yesterday. Like What's that? He looks like an ass. He looks to he looks to me like if if he was not a successful quarterback, he'd have been the the total nerd throughout high school and would still be a guy that wouldn't you know, you see him dancing and doing smoking cigars and stuff in the locker room. It's like mm, not natural. Not buying it. Not sure I'm buying it. And speaking of the Bengals, I, I thought for sure this had to be Bill's Mafia, but I knew they hadn't played yet. They're playing tonight. A uh, little tailgating outside the the game yesterday in Cincy. Oh, 
get this guy a concussion protocol. Where's the blue tent? Where's the blue tent? Warm up. Yeah. He's a smart man. He's a smart man. I thought he'd be cut open. Oh, I did too. For those that were just listening, it was a uh, a very drunk Bengals fan who was taking full cans of beer and just smashing them into his forehead. And I guess for the purpose of shotgunning the beer, but it felt it looked more like a waste of beer than anything else. But uh, with authority. Sometimes you got to have some theatrics. Dude, yeah. if you're selling something, you got to make it look good. So, yeah, I, and I'm sure people were very impressed. I, you know what yeah, else? No, there's a there's a real fan. I wonder where his seats are. I'd like to catch up with him at the half. The other thing I'd like to say about the wasted of beer, mm-hmm. I'm guessing, just by how things are unraveling there, he'd had and will have plenty. You don't think that was his second nope, drink I of the day? I think that if he dropped half a beer or two, no problem. Maybe had he's, a, a mimosa at his, breakfast. He's, he's still going to make his quota. <laughs> went to the, went to the, uh, whatever pancake house and had a mimosa with his breakfast and then went to the, to the ballpark and started hammering beer cans into his forehead. Be mayhem right now down at oh, the Bills man. Mafia. Yeah. It's almost too much. The Monday nighters. Cause what time is kickoff local? Eight, 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 ten, eight twenty. Yeah. yeah. That is late. That's a long, that's a lot of lubrication. Yeah. Oh, shit. Why am I not there for this game? I invited you and you refused to come here on numerous occasions. This is such a big game. Huge game. You love the, it was Bears, the Broncos for you too. I know that you were, when your fandom was being announced, you were not sure which team to go with. I was never going with the Broncos. Broncos beat it. Bears big. We come to a Monday night football game in Buffalo on a nice night in mm-hmm. November. Yeah, yeah. Probably could still make it. No, think... quarter to one. If you went there, you're you're in Toronto by six. We could do it. Yeah, I don't think people. I don't think that's how most people do it. Well, like you look at the clock and say, "I've got okay." Business. If I if I get to the airport in the next forty five minutes. So there's a flight a that leaves every hour. Do you have a passport? Somewhere in the house, yeah. Right. Uh, the uh, CFL, the Grey Cup, is set. I'm not... Don't bother. I'm not getting on a plane today. Um, the Montreal Alouettes upset Toronto. 38-17, our buddy Corey May. Sorry, Court. That hurts. But hey, didn't they, they won last year, so... You know... Spread the spread the wealth, or did they I don't feel bad? He'll be at the game probably tonight. Now, who won last year? Is it the Bombers or the Alouettes? <clears throat> Meanwhile, Winnipeg, they're going back to the Grey Cup. They beat BC 24 13. I believe it's the fourth straight Grey Cup for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. There were some COVID years in there, right? We're anyway, the Grey Cup. November 19th in Hamilton, close to you. You're not going to the Monday Nighter. Will you be going to the... We could do all three. If you get on the plane, we can go to this, then we can go to the Grey Cup. Uh, I don't know what the third thing was going to be. Where's the Flames game? On the 19th? Like, 
No, no. How, how long am I staying? Am I... On Tuesday. Tomorrow. Montreal. We could go to Montreal. Five hours. See, the last time I brought up doing a road trip with you, it was a hard no. Because you wanted to drive 33 hours. 33. That is a far cry from five. Okay, so if let's so if I fly to Montreal for tomorrow night, you meet me there. When when's the next Bills home game? Are they home for a bit? You turned your mic off. Sunday afternoon, four twenty-five. Cincy, no Jets, J E T E Jets, Jets, Jets. Right. Yeah. Well, I'll think about it. It's expensive to fly to Montreal, though. That's not cheap. I didn't. Just fly to Hamilton. Okay, well, I'll fly to Hamilton. It's very cheap. Is Hamilton on the way to Montreal? No, you idiot. You go to the football game, then we'll do a circuitous. I don't see how circuitous, circuitous. I don't know how I'm. I don't think I'm getting for the football game tonight. I don't think I'm getting there. That's the presentation of uh, Village Honda. New in-stock inventory, huge selection of used vehicles, all makes, all models, all budgets. They had their used car clear out last week. Still over 70 units on site, access to more than 400 more inside the dealership group. Village Honda, your one-stop automotive destination in Calgary. They are worth the trip. Northwest Automall and online at villagehonda.com. Now, our buddy Anthony, who is the guy up there at Village, loves footy, also loves F1, and F1 is in Vegas on Saturday night. This coming Saturday. And apparently, remember when it was first announced, it'd be, man, go to Vegas, but how could you ever do it? Hotel rooms would be, you couldn't get a ticket, it'd be, it'd be just crazy. Retro, the, the prices have absolutely bottomed out. You can get hotel rooms. You can get grandstand tickets. The uh, it was tens of thousands of dollars. Somebody looked online over the weekend. You well, could that get a full. Co- be cause for concern. Like what's going on? You could get a weekend pass and and a bunch of things. under a thousand dollars to watch the race this weekend. It's this weekend. This weekend, Sadler's birthday. I think the people of Vegas are very unhappy. Because it's taking up a lot of Vegas. They've uh, basically, you can't see the Bellagio fountains. They've turned the fountains off. The gondola thing at uh, the one down, the Parisian, what's the Venetian. Mm -hmm. They drained all the water out of it and put like seats and grandstand shit in there. And people hate it. People are very unhappy. And apparently the drivers don't even want to be there. They're like, this track is stupid. This this is the worst thing ever. Why is it stupid? Like I don't I, I like I, F1 because of the Netflix series, but I don't really yeah. watch it. I just what? Max Verstappen. He no. said he's he says I the, the track is I I am not a fan of the track. I will go and I will be getting out as soon as, as possible. So he's not looking forward to Vegas. Well, that's a great attitude to have. Great yeah. attitude. And he's right now probably the uh could be considered the greatest racer of all time. He's just winning race after race after race. Red Bull. Can't be stopped. Wings or something. Yeah. Don't you have wings when you have? Red Bull gives you wings. That's the one. There it is. 
Jeez, I got a lot of stuff to get to here today. Well, hurry up, because I got to get my kids. The shoveler's sick. Uh, Alberta Blue Cross, there you see it. They are, I'm going to say proud presenters. I'm yeah, sure right, they are. Right, we're proud to have them. We're proud to have them. I mean, we're proud. And, and, and hopefully some of that uh, residual pride rubs off on them. Apologize for the swearing. Jan 11th to 13th, we are off to Phoenix, Arizona to see the Calgary Flames take on the Arizona Coyotes. We've got hotel rooms. We've got flights. We've got tickets to the Mullet Arena. And we've got uh, good times that are set to be rolling January 11th to 13th. Based on double occupancy, trip $14.99. Again, flights, hotels, tickets, all of that included, transportation to and from the airport. And you can get those tickets at nationgear.ca, the website nationgear.ca. I would recommend strongly, this is not a scare tactics, but if you were, if this sounds like, oh, I heard the guys talking about it, don't dilly dally, is what I'll say. Because a dilly dallier might be on the outside looking in if you were to dilly dally. It is a presentation, as we said, of Alberta Blue Cross creating memorable moments. The only thing better than sharing memories is making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects those memories wherever travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. I am looking forward to it. I am looking forward to it. What else would we want to do while we're in, if there's one other thing. See, the other thing is they play Vegas right around there too. It's not part of this trip, obviously. Hmm. Road trip. Could do the Betway bets. Could do some Betway bets. Tonight, there is a football game. I have stayed away from I've stayed away from it entirely because I don't want any jinxy pants. I want your bills to do what they do. As Jack said, they are seven point favorites. I'm going the other way. Rhett, what happens when a hockey team hires a new head coach? They win. They win that next game. Tonight, the Edmonton Oilers are at home to the New York Islanders. Ooh, that's... Uh... Chuck Knobloch behind the bench for his first game. I'm taking the Oilers. They did get a win going back to uh, I Seattle. I think that is a great bet right there, Dean. I think the Islanders, uh, they're, I don't think they're great. I think they're average. And I think the Oilers at home will roll, get their first win at the barn, plus 135. And McGM will get the first goal of the night, Connor McDavid, to open the scoring, a plus 700. So I am going to go on the Oilers tonight to have great success in their first game with the new head coach and at home against the Islanders. Those are my Betway bets. Get that Betway app. If you don't have the Betway app, I, I'm telling you, football Sundays, either it's a different it's a different experience altogether when you got the in-game stuff going, you're watching along, checking the lines because they're moving and the scores are coming in. You got your red zone going. <laughs> Bet the responsible way with Betway. Go to the App Store. Get the Betway app. Thank you, Betway. Great partners of ours here at Barnburner. Uh, yeah, I really have been. We've just been talking. Like, I got no uh, no things to do here. Okay, good. No, I got a bunch of stuff I got to do here. Oh, good. I got it because, uh, you know, talk about pride. McLeod Law. Right? Super proud. 
to be on board with McLeod Law. And we got stuff, cool stuff in the works with McLeod Law. I don't think you even know. Well, that's shocking to hear. High level stuff with McLeod Law. Should we have got a lawyer to handle these dealings with McLeod Law? Because I feel like they're lawyers and we're done. I did. I'd get that Austin guy. Yeah. Anywho, you know Peter Klein at McLeod Law? He's the personal injury guy. Ruthless. He's also the go-to guy in Calgary for disability insurance. Basically, if you are getting worked over and you just want somebody with some common sense and who is the best at what they do to restore that common sense and peace of mind, it's Peter Klein. He'll get uh, he'll get a hold of that. So your disability come. Hi, uh, it's Peter Klein calling. Oh, damn it. It's that Peter Klein from McLeod Law. Okay, just pay the guy. What he Just give him his disability insurance. I'm going to go at it again with this Peter Klein. Made me cry last time. Peter Klein bringing people to tears. That's what he does. Gets your peace of mind back. Peace of mind that you paid for. It's Peter Klein at McLeod Law. This date retro. This date in 1986, where were you? I was dominating as a Saskatoon Raider, <clears throat> probably at the old arena, cheering on uh, Saskatoon Blades. Mm -hmm. Maroon and gold. Maroon and gold, yeah. Is that the shirt you were wearing? You had that T-shirt? Yep. Nice. Who else, uh, some awful name drops. Who else would have been on that team? Oh boy, the Bomber. Bomber. Kurt England. Yeah. Maybe Jeff Salmasso. Okay, that's good. So on this date in 1986, Brett Hull. Bobby Douglas and Andy Fox. Scored his first goal as a Calgary Flame. Look at him in that uniform. Looks odd. It looks odd, but it makes you think, hmm. What if, huh? If yes, only. On, on this day in 86, Brett Hall scored his first career NHL goal. He did it as a member of the Calgary Flames. Uh, they signed him to a uh, they signed him to a contract. He got in, scored the one goal, spent uh, the rest of the year with Moncton, where he had 50 goals in 67 games. Not good enough. <laughs> the following year, stays with the big club. 26 goals in 52 games. So only a half goal a game. And then, of Brett. course, later later that season in March, part of a blockbuster deal, he and Steve Bozek off to the St. Louis Bluffs for Rob Ramage and Rick Wamsley. And anyone who was on that 89 team will tell you that Rob Ramage and Rick Wamsley were key components of that championship that they likely do not win without the likes of Ramage and Wamsley. Brett Hall did go to St. Louis and kind of work his way to a fine career. Yeah, he garnered some attention. Yeah, he managed to carve out a decent little career for himself as a member of the Blues and Stars and Red Wings. I didn't say Stars, sorry. PTSD. McLeod Law, this day in Flames history. Proud of their Calgary roots, big part of their long-standing client relationships. They understand this city, the people in it, and the way things work. 
Like the communities that they serve, McLeod Law Team is varied and diverse and share a commitment to making a positive impact on the city of Calgary. McLeod-Law.com. And we kind of have some fun with it, but uh, they've been so great to work with. They've been great partners and we can't say enough. It's it's one of those things if, if, you, if for, I just know for me, something comes up, well, do you have a lawyer? Uh, nope, I don't, uh, I don't think I, I do. McLeod Law. They'll point you in the right direction. They'll get you one of the best in the business at whatever it is that you need. And you'll just, uh, you'll feel much better about it knowing that they're working for you. We got to do the DoorDash. I forgot about DoorDash. I didn't forget about DoorDash. DoorDash. Get your DoorDash over here. Restaurants, groceries, pharmacies, bakeries. What is it you want? What do you just get you? Flowers for the shoveler's birthday. Probably a good idea. Get the DoorDash app. Get it on your phone. Shows up at your door. Contactless delivery. If uh, that's just standard. If, uh, if that matters to you. It's easy. Ordering super easy. It's kind of fun too. You know what I mean? It's kind of like online shopping, but for it's better than social media. I spend it's so, hours. It's so great. I can order and eat. Because we'll do this. I don't know. What do we want to have tonight? Let's go on DoorDash and take a look. See. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter Nation25. That's promo code NATION25. So what's on the menu tonight for DoorDash? No question about it. It's Monday night. It's Monday night football. The Denver Broncos have been better. Yes, the the Bills, D. they've struggled. They're, they're, they're injured for sure. But this is a big game for the Buffalo Bills. I think this is going to be a hell of a football game. So that's on the menu. And then, of course, if you are so inclined, as I mentioned earlier, the Islanders and Oilers. Still keeping tabs on this Oilers team. Saturday, whatever day it was, checked in. Oh, Oilers up 4-1. to one. That's all I need to see. Moving on. Yeah, if they're losing tonight, 2-1. to one, Yeah. Because that game against San Jose, it was just, just locked right onto it. So that's what's on the menu. You got some football. You got some hockey. That's how it goes. Get some DoorDash and make your night complete. Again, limited time only. 25% off, zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more with that DoorDash app, which you can get at the App Store. Promo code NATION25, NATION25. Right there. Use that promo code right there. That's how that goes. One final message, and we will uh, let you get on your way. Barn Burner is sponsored by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash flamesnation and get on your way to being your best self. This is finally, you, you hear it all the time, the stigma, the stigma around mental health. I think that every day it becomes a little bit easier for guys, specifically guys like us, to talk about it, but it's still an intimidating thing. It can be a private thing. You don't really know. Okay, ask for help. Go ask for, well, what does that mean exactly? And that's why BetterHelp is such a great option. You get past the awkward stuff and you you get BetterHelp. It's because it's all online. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. They'll give you a questionnaire. You fill that out. And then based on that, they're going to find a licensed therapist who matches 
well with what uh, what you have there. If it does not work, if you switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Therapy helps. You can identify what it is that's going on. Start building strategies and coping skills to help you become the best version of yourself. It's about having those strategies in place that lets you start to maybe get that traction that you don't have. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash flamesnation today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash flamesnation. Tomorrow, I believe, Pinder still in California, but is coming on the show. Don't care. Okay. Irrelevant. Stay off. Go on your vacation. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Uh, and, we, and you may have noticed, no Frank Cervelli today. I believe he is going to Stockholm. Did you know that the NHL, they're heading over to Sweden? Awesome news. Great to hear. They will be playing at the uh, the Globe, which is now the uh, the Avicii Arena or something. I've been there. We can talk about this tomorrow, but did you see the dome in, is it London for the NFL game? Yes. The roof? Yeah. That was unbelievable. Oh, Buffalo. What have I been telling you dumbasses on this show for? I actually have the video. I grabbed it for today, but I didn't put it in. So it's got the roof. I got to go. I'm already late. You can't go. You can't go because I got one more thing. And then the roof into the the Jumbotron-y thing at the top there. Well, anyway, I know you're having a bad day. And the the, the shoveler, she's she's got the sniffles or whatever. So what'd you do that you went to make a nice gesture this morning? Yes, Get her some that's soup right. or something? The turkey because you've got a you've got a soup place. sub and the soup from Johnny C's Deli on Transit Road. Phenomenal. Uh-huh. So how was the sub? Better instantly, huh? How was the sub? It was okay. Today? Yeah. I had two. Or I bought two. Yeah. I bought two subs and two soups. Okay, so sub was pretty good then? Sub was great. Yeah. How was the soup? Second one was good. 60 bucks for soups and subs today. American? American. Hmm. Okay. So, I mean, the the second soup was okay. What about the first one? First one's on the grass outside. Oh, dear. (laughs) What happened? paper bag who put soup in a paper bag oh man that's 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 soup couldn't you salvage some noodles or something start scooping the noodles up for 30 bucks i should have and you know what here's the thing if somebody if anyone any of the the people watching listen whatever you spend 60 bucks on soup and subs and then you dump one of the soups on the ground you're upset you're pissed off and you're mad. You, the lover of soup, dump, I, I don't know how you rebounded and came on the show at all today. I lost been my distraught. shit. Trust me. I lost. <laughs> I you don't know how. Don't verbally berate yourself. Well, that was, I didn't listen to my own, to the advice. You I, idiot. Yeah. You'd have been I, smashing your head like that guy at the Bengals game. Such an idiot. that's gonna do it everybody thanks for being a part of the show we'll see you tomorrow later buddies
Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.